Uh, welcome to Dynacast episode nine. Uh, today's episode is a little bit somber, um, just with the topic at hand, and then also uh, the loss of a legend recently. So uh, we're gonna open the show up with uh, cousin Cat. So I'll let her. I'll let her uh, take away. Hi, my name is Kat. It's great to be back on the Dynacast today. Um, and we're going to be talking about Black Panther and Chaswick Boseman and with this new Black Panther movie out now. So I'm just going to give a few of my thoughts here. So the Black Panther 2 movie, first off, I thought was great. I thought it was a fantastic movie. It was really one that I haven't seen in phase four, really. So it was a good um, kind of refresher for like a movie palette. Uh, since our last couple movies in the face have been more goofy and more on the comedy side, this one was a lot more grounded and just a lot more impactful for the viewers, I believe. It was just, um, you got to see the characters really go through things that people in real life would go through, such as grief, especially in this movie, uh, with the death of the first Black Panther and the actor Chaswick Boseman. Um, and going into Chaswick Boseman, uh, I thought that they really did a great job of being respectful with his passing uh, in the movie. Uh, and I think that kind of related to how it felt like in real life for those actors as well going through this. Uh, I like that they didn't make this all about like a big baddie that killed him or something, or this he died uh, while battling, uh, fighting someone or saving Wakanda. He died from just a illness that nobody saw coming, which related to his actual illness of his cancer that went on. Uh, so I really liked that they did it that way. It wasn't this big theatrical thing. It was kind of just to kind of start the movie off, do uh, have it explained just a little bit, not fully, just something that kind of came out of nowhere because that's what happened in real life for a lot of these people, how he hid his illness uh, while filming all these different movies he was in, especially in the first Black Panther movie, hearing after his passing uh, that he was tired, that um, he was in pain while doing this, but didn't tell anyone and that nobody knew until his passing actually happened and it all made sense after. So I like that they went that route in the second Black Panther movie. And I thought Shiri did a great job as Black Panther. She wasn't my first choice for Black Panther. I wanted Nakia to be Black Panther because I thought she'd be pretty, pretty cool. I'm not a big Shuri fan first off. So that's kind of why I wasn't too excited for her to be Black Panther. I knew she was going to be Black Panther. It was kind of obvious, but I didn't want the obvious choice. Um, but I thought she did a great job. She was definitely more of a rageful Black Panther, which I enjoyed um, because she was coming from all that grief and having to um, go through all that and having to unpack everything that she didn't want to. Uh, uh, her mom, the queen, was probably my favorite character in this whole movie. I thought she really carried the movie, honestly. Um, I felt like all the other act, uh, all the other characters weren't really doing too much in the film. She was kind of putting everything out there. I loved her monologues and speeches. I thought they were like my favorite parts of the movie. Um, but I loved uh, the Killmonger cameo. That was fantastic. I thought they did a great job in going from uh, the comics as well, from the Black Panther comics when Shuri did become Black Panther and the original Black Panther was uh, at a commission for that. Um, so she had to take on the mantle and they were kind of going along with that storyline. Uh, she definitely wasn't in grief though, because that's obviously different. That was for the movie. 
but I still thought it was a cool uh, thing to work with. Her costume was fantastic. I love the gold, and it was also representative of her makeup in the um, in the first Black Panther movie and in her makeup in the funeral scenes with the dots. It, they kind of merged those together, which was great. I definitely think uh, how the world's reacting to Wakanda without a king was, fan- was great. Um, how they think that they're weakened without their king, but they really aren't. I mean, it's Wakanda. They're fucking strong as hell, okay? (laughs) So I don't understand why they thought that they really could do something. And getting to know the history of Vibranium a little bit more, the more the lore is coming out, which is awesome to see. Uh, But those are my thoughts on the Black Panther movie and with Chaswick Boseman and how they kind of... uh, uh, how they went a great route with how they explained kind of why the first Black Panther is not there anymore. So I'm going to give it back to you guys and I will see you guys next time. All right. Bye guys. All right. Thanks uh, Kat for your, um, for your input on that is, that was an ugly segue. <laughs> yeah, the whole episode is going to be ugly and sad. At this yeah. Point. I don't know how to pick. I mean, I never, cause if you're, if you're here in the studio, I mean, I, I'm I'm gonna edit and put cat in. So this is just me just waiting, taking a beat, and then trying to respond to something that never happened yet. <laughs> but anyway, I have uh have with me here uh Darrell, uh Global Nerds. What's going on, y'all? And um I am C Gibson Rex. We're si- sitting on opposite sides today. Mm. Um yeah, because I come uh, in here like a highlighter, my bad. <laughs> I didn't know it's gonna screw up lighting and camera work and all that. <laughs> Just the color I had to wear today. Yeah. So, um, yeah, today's topic um, is Wakanda Forever. And uh, I highly, highly, um, what's that word I'm looking for? I highly suggest that you guys listen to the Black Panther Wakanda Forever podcast. Mm. Is a behind the scenes and um, interviews. This is straight from Marvel, Disney, about the making of Black Panther Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So, uh, spoilers ahead. Um, if you're lame like my brother and haven't seen the movie yet, and um, uh, let's get into it. What, what were your initial thoughts of Black Panther? Um, it was entertaining. It was somber. It was very dark at at places. Um, overall, just to skip to the what I would rate it out of a scale of one to five, I would give it about a four. Four. Yeah, it it hits everything it needs to do. They was pretty much stuck between a rock and a hard place with the passing of the title character and the story elements that they need to introduce all these new characters. They did the best they could do with what the situation was. I don't think it could have been done any other way. The movie was good. The characters were well developed. Um, This is literally a Shuri story, and it follows her progression through her character throughout her whole arc. From Infinity War, First Black Panther, it's completed. Her story is completed with this film. I don't know where it could go with Shuri after this. Yeah, um, I don't think my opinions are as deep. You know, because there's another topic I want to get into before uh, we start discussing the film overall. <laughs> right, I was very vague. I didn't know if we should get into like spoilers or everything. Uh, uh, but before, before I get, I wanted this. Uh, I went to the fan event about this this Shuri cup holder. Um, if you have a bottle or whatnot, you just kind of, and you, and you take your drink. It's ridiculous, but I love it. The cup comes out. Uh, if I don't knock over my mic. 
I think stuck on the tooth. It's stuck on the tooth. And then it's just like Shuri Blaster. And then I can like pew pew. You know, that's pretty yeah. cool. I'm gonna yeah. hold on to it the entirety of the show. But um there are some people, this is all relevant. <laughs> this is all relevant to the discussion. You know that tweet I sent you, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So there are some people that are like bougie ass film film fans, you know, oh the box box office and uh and you know Martin Scorsese, blah blah blah. Mm. And, and like every film doesn't need to be like a work of art. True. You know, a film could just be made for fun. A film could be made bad on purpose. Uh, you know, films are made to invoke emotion. So if you are like have a passionate hate for Marvel movies, then that says something more about you as a person than it does about film. Because Marvel movies aren't ending the world. (laughs) There are actual problems that we have to deal with. And a fucking movie is shouldn't be getting you riled up. You know, I'm going to put a link in the description to that conversation. It's the wildest. I'm just like, bro, like, what? (laughs) What? (laughs) It's some crazy-ish. Like, I'm going to speak to my black brothers out there because I'll pay attention to most of y'all reviews. And y'all bashing this movie because y'all saying that, oh, black men being replaced and it's all about women and it's wokeness. (laughs) I'm like, how weak are you that you are intimidated by a strong woman? If you pay attention to the movie, Shuri... Queen Wamanda, Okoye, the Iron Man girl, Riri. Riri. Yeah. The movie focuses on them because there's no other main characters left. Hello. T'Challa died. Um, What is it? Okoye man dude. He's in jail somewhere. Yeah. M'Baku wasn't never really a exactly. main character. And he's in his own nation. He's part of yeah. Wakanda. He's on his... He got the... Mbaku try he got to worry about. So I mean, I forget what they're called. Yeah, me too. The 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 apes, the gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, if you watch the movie in context, the story beats leads to this area. This is the only place they can go. So where Shuri has to step up, Queen Wamanda has to step up, Okoye has to step up, Nakia has to step up, because there's no other men there. Hello, just watch the movie. It makes sense. Yeah, it's just great. just like what they say about um, us not having fathers. Yeah, Who, who's, right. Who's stepping up? The mama. Exactly. <laughs> ex- that part. That part. Literally, the daddy died and the king died. So who else won't step up? But the queen. It makes sense. Like, they're not, no. it's not wokeness. No, the, it, even when people say woke, the way I look at it is if you think something is woke, then that just, well, the opposite of woke is that you're asleep right. and that you're just not aware of what, what's going on. Your eyes are closed to the reality of situations that are going on around you. Right. So if you're not paying attention, then, you know, that's on you. And if you're just that weak, I mean, like, you that's like some 12-year-old boy shit. It is. It's it just is. like every black reviewer that's a man out there, I was like, y'all really going with this narrative that they erasing erasing um, black men, strong men, and every other man in there is a simp. I'm still here. M'Baku, spoiler, is the king of Wakanda. You can't get no bigger than that. You have everybody stepping up. M'Baku Yo. was a jokester who didn't care about Wakanda. He stepped up and became king due to the events. We, we spoiling, right? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Queen is dead. Queen Wamanda <laughs> died, y'all. She died, okay? So who's the next person to step up? Shuri. She's the only one left in that family lineage who, who, who could take the throne. She didn't want it. She gave it to M'Baku. She was, she's comfortable being the Black Panther, the protector of Wakanda. She needs somebody to lead. M'Baku is doing Oh, it. I didn't even take that away from... I thought she was just going on a visit at the end of the movie. No, she wanted to stay the protector. Mm. And M'Baku, you know, she's in charge of mm. the... Um, what is it, the military? And M'Baku's going to be in charge of the government. Oh, okay. So they split what it was. Uh, it's really good. It's like... I didn't think they was going to go that route because it's very political throughout the movie. I mean, I, I figured because, you know, people were tripping over the two helmets and both of the helmets were T'Challa's helmet. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and touching on that, that makes sense. Her brother is a noble one. He's silver. Her, is that her cousin? Yeah, her cousin, um, Killmonger, his yeah, little thing is gold, right? Because he likes to get shit done. He, he's no, but brutal. both of one was the Civil War helmet for Black Panther and the other one was the Black Panther helmet from the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's the one he stole. And made his sort of no. There, um, when Shuri was showing them the black. Oh Panther, yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, yeah one yeah. of them was the one killed Margot War as his own. Correct. Yeah, and you know she's a combination of both her brother and her cousin. So when she combined the silver and gold into her suit, she is noble, but she also going to get your. She going to rock your ass if she has to. I think the suit looks way better and like uh um what's his that father's name. Tachaka, yeah, yeah, when he showed up with that black and gold, oh, oh, that purple <laughs> thing, yeah, that shit was, was nice. Like, oh, I was like, oh shit, yeah, that shit was nice. <laughs> that shit was nice. But um, getting back to the uh the the wokeness topic, it's just that I like a strong woman, mm-hmm. and I'm all about equality. Mm-hmm. And you're not. I mean this this whole thing is if you respect a woman or let her make a decision that you're a simp, I'm not a fucker, then I'm a simp. I'm a, it's just like when people on Twitter call me a bitch, I'm like, I guess so. Right. I ain't hurt by it. Like, right. your opinion is not, I know who I am. So right. if you call me a bitch, I'm just like, all right, guy, whatever. <laughs> you know, I don't validate. know you. Especially on the internet. I won't ever see or interact with you for the rest of my life. You can say you what you You know what to do when these people take internet and social media too serious because they always doing this. You know what you can do? Look. They can't hurt you. It's, it's that simple. You know what I mean? Like, don't take social media so serious, y'all. It's 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 nuts. I mean, especially with the the landscape Twitter is in right now. I'm just I have some stuff planned mm. for Twitter, um, but I think I'm just gonna save it for YouTube and and just go hard next year. Yeah, with stuff. Yeah. But uh, let's get into this uh, movie. So um, we start off. Um, um, T'Challa's dying of an illness, unspecified, mm-hmm. and Shuri's not able to to help her. Like I was, like this is just me because I'm a nerd. I was just like, what if we just see him losing battle? You know? Oh, that's what you want we, to see T'Challa we, go out. I mean, the way they did it was the better way, right? Because it's just acknowledging the actor, and and you're just moving on. You're not doing anything that's going to be questionable. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if you make him die in a fight, you know, <clears throat> you get what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it'll, it'll raise questions. So it's, it's better off that <clears throat> there's some sort of real-world acknowledgement of what happened to him. Yeah. I get the other side, too, where they say, well, if he took that the purple herb, how could he get an illness? And I understand that. So maybe they could explain the 
Well, explain that. It, it's a just bit. Uh, we don't know. It doesn't make him invincible. You can still shoot him, and he'll die from a bullet. Right. He's just stronger. Yeah, the but same, it, said it was an with illness. Steve, Steve Roth. Yeah. So it doesn't like like he had uh, colon cancer. So that right. doesn't mean he can't get colon cancer. Right. But then you you figure uh like I said, it gets into some wild shit when you <laughs> that's why it's mm-hmm. an unspecified illness and Shuri couldn't fix it. So right. that way it the people can just leave it alone. <laughs> True. She tried yeah. to make an herb. And then work well. She didn't have work. time to use it on him because you could you could have said he was uh, maybe he uh, depowered at that at that point in time because yeah. you know he does that yeah and um you know maybe he had to do the 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 whole throne thing again because he did die yeah oh oh speaking of T'Challa um that he died three times in the MCU yeah yes yeah. When he was fighting Ibaku for the throne, he died. Um, don't you technically die? You take the herb anyway because they got to bury you. You got to. No, no. Oh, no. okay. No, because Shuri didn't die. We think. Because the way she woke up. <laughs> like, I mean, oh. well, she was like in a trance or whatever. Yeah. I mean, you could die. That's right. the thing. Yeah. And then uh, he died in um, uh, Infinity War. During the erasure when they yeah, blip? Yeah, the, the blip, during the blip. Okay, we can count that as a death. Yeah, so he, he died three times in, in the MCU. Well, I mean, technically he is a cat, so they basically <laughs> got nine lives, you know what I mean? He just failed on his third one. Does that so. apply to big cats or just I'm get, cats? I don't know, I don't know. We're going to say that they have nine lives. So Shuri, she died in this movie, just to let y'all know. And then, so that means she got eight lives left. Shuri herself. I don't, I don't know about that. I don't <laughs> Go that know. route. She got eight lives left. <laughs> but then um, we see the um, things are going to get a little uh, um, like political, and and um, I apologize, but that this is just re- reality of how things are. <laughs> but um, we there's an outpost and they're out there drilling um, for. Uh, they're looking for vibranium. Mm-hmm. And the way they talk about it is like, oh, what if there is a second meteor? But I'm just thinking about how meteors break up in the atmosphere when 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 they're landing. But then if it's vibranium, it would really wouldn't break. Right. So, so there's different fragments. I mean, if they found one in Wakanda, which is what pretty much founded Wakanda, and then we have this bigger, larger piece, which is now founding um telecon which is in the ocean mm-hmm. they got to be some of the fragments somewhere that we may see in the future yeah how many since the dawn of time how many vibranium meteors landed right you know some are buried deep within the ocean mm-hmm. and some landed on well only one landed on the landmass we know that for a fact right. <laughs> but the rest of it's probably buried deep in the ocean somewhere yeah because so. fast forward skipping to another generation you know wolverine his adamantium claws is still a that combination can cut through, of vibranium. Vi- cut through vibranium, right? It is vibranium. All right, all right. It's fragments of some material mixed with vibranium, and that's how they call it the animantium. So we know his people got to get William Stryker, and the military has to get there. Um, that's just raising piece. more questions right. about when we get into X-Men. Well, they kind of set some of that stuff up with the France and the U.S. with that drill looking for animantium in the ocean. So they kind of said, you know, we're looking for it now. We know that there's more out there. So mm. that kind of opens the doors to but the, William Stryker but the, and the military. Um, you think about when we get into Wolverine, you know, Wolverine has to have happened in the past. So how yep. 
you know, re regarding um, vibranium and somebody else outside of Wakanda having it, you got to think, mm. you know. Oh, there was always the importing. People were stealing it and shit. Uh, um, was Mr. Handman. Oh, Claw. Claw. Ulysses Claw. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there was unknown, you know, vibranium out there. So they could have had could have had it. They just needed more. But, but um, I digress on that Wolverine stuff. Um, and then the French and Americans were trying to uh, swindle vibranium while scolding the queen. Mm -hmm. And that's just some real life shit. Yep. It's just like, you know, Europeans are always trying to take shit that don't belong to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that kind of shit happens within like, you know, when you think back to, uh, um, like I, I used to study a lot of, uh, Asian culture back in the day, you know, China and Japan, they were always fighting over land and shit like that. Right. I mean, that's happening <laughs> within that. They're fighting about, let motherfuckers fight amongst themselves. Don't go to somebody else's shit. And, somebody else's land and fucking take it right. <laughs> you know right. that's that's some rude shit and that's that's stuff we do in reality all the time and i just wish we had a nation as powerful as wakanda just to set motherfuckers i would have been left america a long time ago if wakanda was real i'm like please let me we, would, we couldn't go anywhere because they didn't even help our black asses out this is whole time like we were slaves and it's like kim i told y'all tribe yeah they help us out uh, they so hidden and secluded. Like, well, let them, you know, let them go over there. Nah, man, I I would have had to been gone, dude. I was, I, but yeah, um, just colonization. I mean, we're gonna get into that subject eventually once the third movie rolls around. Apparently, is setting up for uh, an invasion of Wakanda and, and taking vibranium. Well, they already hit on that doing here with um. With the France and the U.S. and other world governments wanting to break into Wakanda and take it at force. Mm. So they already touched on that there. And um, Queen Wamanda was like, you know, we knew what you were doing because we know you guys are dangerous. It's not vibranium that's dangerous. It's you guys. So she showed them mercy, which is something that they wouldn't have done to Wakanda because they literally broke into one of their safe Yeah, they would have slaughtered everybody and took the shit. Exactly. But... <laughs> was up in there. We talking about the black bald headed Zenas. They screwed them asses up. I love Okoye and her team. They just the best. Dora Milaje is just great. So they brought them back. They didn't kill them. They just walked them up into the um house. It was like shame. these are your men. You know, you guys came here. Romano was like, if you guys do it again, we won't show you no more mercy. And she meant it. And through the whole movie, we ain't see America, France, nobody trying Man, to break into that. Exactly. <laughs> like, don't play that shit again. But that just opened up more questions because future films going forward, we know they're gonna have to invade again, especially after the world now knows. They probably gotta they they gotta play the game, the politic game. Yeah. But I mean, they don't have a queen. And and if Baku has to negotiate, we know Mbaku, that's that's just gonna be so crazy. I can't wait till we have to negotiate. I think with the that's world probably a, a good setup because he's so uh brass. Yeah, and prideful. Mm -hmm. And he's he because he was down to kill the fish man. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was ready to kill Mister. Uh, he he was down to do it, but then um you know he didn't. So I feel like you know, uh, Wakanda may may fall, and it's gonna suck. Yeah, they made some stupid ass decisions. First of all, when the first fish man snuck up on the queen and the princess 
and could have slaughtered them and no one even knew. Where are y'all defensive? Like, do y'all defense only go from land to sky? And y'all forgot about the oceans that y'all surrounded by? Because he just snuck up in there more than once. Oh, because you figure, you figure, um, <clears throat> people don't swim like that. If you you're know? the greatest nation, you should have some type of defense against all things that you won't even imagine. You know what I mean? Like, y'all, y'all should have expected something like this. If y'all got a black ass panther walking around with superpowers uh, uh, and y'all know about the Avengers and everything else, oh man, what to stop this, Thor from smashing up uh, our country? You know uh, what I mean? You, fig- you figure they should have um, increased their defenses. Oh, post, yeah. Post Once, Avengers. Yes, post Civil War. I would have, and the blip, I would have definitely had all type of technology going on. Yeah, 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 that's that's true. That that seemed kind of fishy how uh, Namor, his pro- the proper pronouncing, right? Uh, how he just snuck in there and, you know, it just cuts off at the water instead of going deep into the water. Yeah. Yeah. Because he got in there more than once, and, I mean, that was to Wakanda's downfall. Um, so the people of Talakon. 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 Uh, they're blue when they come out of the water, mm-hmm. but they're they're brown when they're in the water. Yeah, I like how they did that because that's where their natural habitat is. That's how they breathe. Well, the well, uh, I don't want to say natural habitat. It is <laughs> they, now. They're not human anymore. <laughs> they was turned into uh, fish people by their god. I don't know the name of the god, but the well, they took the they drank the herb. So, um, no, wait, it's only the people who were. Uh, the original people from like the 1500s, they turned blue. But All the, of them. If the loose people down there, like the kids that we saw swimming, no, they but would th- those up. people were born down there. Yeah. So that it doesn't really explain that really. So do they turn blue? Yeah, everyone. Because it's like taking a jellyfish or a fish out of water. Um, deep in the ocean, they're one color, but when you take them out, they turn to a different color because they're oxidizing. They can't breathe our um, atmosphere. So they're changing color, which is why they turn blue. Because their skin can get off it, but when they back into the natural habitat, which is the ocean, they look like their regular pigmentation. Oh, mm-hmm. um, that whole the whole thing's weird. Um, like a goldfish, don't take your goldfish out of water. They suffocate. I'm just saying, if you take them out of water, they would be a different color. You know what I mean? They they gonna suffer. That's the mm. fuck is gonna happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> don't kill your goldfish. No. Just let y'all know. Um, before we get too much deeper into Namor, we're gonna uh, cut to Rosa, and she's gonna uh, give her thoughts on the people of Talakan and her thoughts on the film. Hi Dynacast viewers, I'm Rosa and I'm going to be talking about Wakanda Forever. One of my favorite moments of the film is when Namor and his people are introduced. I feel like they represent the Mayan culture and they have a lot of similarities when it comes to what they wear and the weapons they have. Also, I couldn't help but notice that they had stretched ears, which also made me feel connected to my Mayan roots as well. One of the other elements that I enjoy about this film is that gender does not play a factor when it comes to any of the warriors and their journey. The fact that Namor states that he's a mutant just goes to show that the MCU is going to be introducing more mutants into the universe, and I'm very excited for that. I also feel like this film tackled colonization while promoting the unity of people over a common enemy. I enjoyed the representation from the Hispanic community in this film, and I definitely recommend watching this. It was a good sequel to the original Black Panther. That's interesting, Rose. I really agree with you. Whatever you just said, Rosa, it was very pleasant. <laughs> it was very pleasant and sweet. Um, so uh Namor, he um is really different from the comic books. 
Actually, you know, uh, uh, yeah, well, I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, I had a thought I was gonna say it, and then I decided not to. <laughs> oh, is um, it about him being a mutant? No. Oh. Okay. It, you know, fuck it. Uh, I went to the um fan event. Uh, as I mentioned at the top, so uh, costumes of Namor. Uh, wherever I'm gonna go to put it at. No more. No more. Um, and uh, he's really different from the comic books. <laughs> mm. So you know, I always assume he was Asian because he had the the narrow eyes, you know. And I like this version better. He seems more uh, real world, not generic. Uh huh. And he's not. They they went. They try really hard not to make him like Aquaman, Marvel Aquaman. Yeah. Like, it's not even referred to as Atlantis. There are Atlanteans, and it's just something. Even uh, how they shot underwater, it looked like people underwater. Because they did. They didn't yeah, it's they obvious that they did that. They actually put them in the water, yeah. yeah. And everything moves, like, it's under, unlike when you look at Aquaman, and motherfuckers are just walking and talking on the ocean floor, like, mm-hmm. like it's nothing. Which I don't have a problem with that, but... At least you know doing it the realistic way is um, is limiting, but it's also interesting. I like how they don't speak underwater. He does. He spoke underwater. Yeah, but they ain't in like a cavern when they speak. They're not actually floating in the water speaking. No, when he was on the throne, he was speaking to everybody. Oh, they show was speaking. Yeah, they just how talk. the hell do y'all? Okay, I have to give it up to well, you. Can hear, you can hear. You can hear a sound. I'm just sitting like, huh. No, huh? no, no, no. If you think about it, we talk on the surface, right? Because right. we're breathing oxygen and talking on the surface. So if you apply that underwater, it should work the same way. It would sound like it, it will be. It will be. It, it, something has to be with their their ears too. But you can hear underwater. It's just real muffly. Yeah. I like the way Justice League does it when they create this little water magic bubble they can talk oh, and they uh, and collapse Justice it back. League? Like, oh, I'm done talking to you, just Can you imagine <laughs> arguing on somebody? Just... You're like, fuck you, boom. <laughs> <laughs> it just swam away. <laughs> that would be the best argument closure ever. I don't want to talk to you guys no more. Just blah. And it's kind of, they just float away. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, I, I don't really have too much to say because Namor was cool, but I mean, he was still, uh, he was the antagonist. So, you know, in Marvel movies, the antagonists aren't really. Uh, Black and white as a villain. Yeah. He has a lot of gray areas. And I actually, I like that about him. He was a king. He had to do something for his people. Um, all he knew was pain and loss. You know what I mean? He yeah. didn't have anyone to teach him. He held on for a grudge for a long time. I mean, his <laughs> neck, right. I mean, but that's how you was born. You know, your name, you got your name for being a child without love. Yeah. So that's why his name is No More. I mean, I would have done that too. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have burnt the air for a long time. Uh, uh, sure, sure is stupid. I'm sorry. First of all, wait, if he would have came up to me, it was like, I want you to burn earth with me. I'm like, yes, daddy. Burned it. Like, okay, what we burning first? Like, what we burning down? She's just like, nah. Nah, I mean, that's... I'm of two minds about it, Uh honestly, because, you know, I would say as a human, I'm low-key heading towards my villain arc. But then at the same time, I'm just like trying not to. <laughs> Everybody's heading towards their building work, especially with this presidential candidate coming up. I'm just like, you know what? Let's just burn it all so y'all start over. Fuck it. Uh. Fuck it. Um, uh, 
but really, um, I everything about Namor, I, I was down with it. Mm-hmm. Even his little was little anklets. Oh, I hated that. Anklets. I hated it in the comics. <laughs> I hated it in live action. Like, why are y'all gonna give him wings on his back or something that like would support his weight for real? But his ankles. I mean, mutants are funny. Honestly, mutants are just the weirdest fucking thing in Marvel. And he made fun of himself. He was like, "I was born with wings on my ankles and pointed ears." So yeah. like, yeah, you look stupid as hell. It's okay. I mean, his ears weren't really all that noticeable, though. Mm, he was he was pointed. Yeah, I know they else. were pointed, but you know, like in the comic, his little shit, look, right? Like, sharp. They're pointy, pointy. Uh, Queen Wamanda forgot about Ultron. It's, this whole movie forgot about a lot of stuff. They didn't compare themselves to anything happening in the MCU because, first of all, y'all friends with the Avengers and somebody's invading our country. I would have like, throw her on Speedway. I'm going <laughs> to need, I'm gonna need all y'all. I know Iron Man <laughs> dead, but there's another one out there somewhere. There's a black one. I've seen them. Now I'm going to need all y'all help. But they just forgot about everybody. You know, she was like, uh, uh, she mentioned uh, AI is going to take over one day. I'm like, it almost fucking did. What do you right. mean? Right. <laughs> um. Uh, Riri, Riri Williams. Uh, I was a fan of Riri before. Uh, you know she was the the big hotness because right. I um when Marvel did the I forget what the that line of comics was. It was just like their reboot, right? And Iron Man got this new suit. It was real angular, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he fought. He had a samurai mode in the comics. I'll put the issue one up so you guys know what. Uh, storyline I'm talking about. I, I tried to deep dive into um, Riri and I got discouraged because there's a lot of books where I just didn't know what was the beginning. There's, there are all these number ones mm-hmm. and I was just like, mm, okay, I, I get I get the idea of it, mm-hmm. but overall I just like the concept of, of Riri Williams. And I had a tweet some time ago and I bookmarked it <laughs> mm. uh, I think it's from 2015 or it may not be it was a while ago and I was like hey Riri was at that um that um that speech where Tony Stark was at MIT mm-hmm. I was like Riri was there she and had to be there she had to be there uh, she, she's there and that that was like her inspiration it was a lot she, of missed opportunities for one to get the money she could have been a recipient of the Tony Stark, uh, what did you call that? Uh, Grant? Yeah, Whatever. she could have been a recipient of that. I mean, f- going fast forward, skipping some movies, we do know that Michelle MJ from Spider-Man Universe is going to MIT. So, I mean, they could have some interactions there. I don't know if Peter Parker is going to go back to MIT. Nah, or he ain't he's going back. He, he lost out. He lost out on that. Nobody know who he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, nobody knows who Peter Parker is. Um... I I kind of makes me wonder how Ironheart is gonna pay through because she went from like her mock mock one mm-hmm. to her mock mark two, which was basically how she looks now in the comic books. Mm-hmm. And now she's got to downgrade and do it all over again, you know, for her own show. Because we do know Shuri again. I don't agree with this decision that Shuri made. Was saying you can't keep that suit. First of all, bitch, I just saved your life and all your bald headed people lives. I would have keep kept the suit. You know what I mean? Like she fought and she didn't. I know mean, y'all. for one, like the suit is made of vibranium. So <laughs> she earned that. That girl earned that suit. She had to go and face off against Namora by herself, and she I, ended her. I would have gave her some sort of tech, 
but not the whole suit. I'm like, look, you can keep it. You earned it. You didn't have to fight for us. We never fought for you. Wakanda ain't do nothing for us black people outside of Wakanda. They let us all die and suffer in pain and become drug addicts and all that. Well, look Why at they it. Look there. at it. That was like well over 400 years ago. So I the don't people care. responsible for those decisions are long care. dead, you know? They should have let her keep that. So she had to fight telecons or whatever you call them for Wakanda. Like, I would let her keep the suit. But we know she's getting her own show, Disney Plus show. So maybe we're going to see the where she's bending her new suit. Mm. I mean, she's smart. She could definitely stole some of that. Oh, I mean, she tech. made the vibranium detector. Right. Yeah. The girl genius. Yeah. So we're going to so, see some more suits up in there. I hope it looks more Iron Man-ish. Iron Man, Iron Manny, well, mm-hmm. however you want to. <laughs> Maybe say she that. can meet up with Pepper Potts and Pepper Potts like I don't want this purple suit no more. So here you go, you got the scraps and make whatever you want. Oh the the well, damn, what was that? She has a name. Pepper Potts is her her suit has a name. We got Google. Let me see. Pepper Potts Rescue Rescue. Yes, mm-hmm. there we go. And um, yes, uh, but. Like I feel this film overall didn't feel like a Marvel movie mm. at all. And I like that. Um that Winter Soldier is another one. Mm-hmm. And it, it feels nice to have them. F- all right. The way I look at it, like I understand Marvel's approach, but like let's say our lives. Right. And then you compare our lives to Elon Musk. All right. He's living a life. He does whatever the fuck he wants. So the whole atmosphere around how he lives is different from we got to wake up every morning. We got to get dressed. We got to go to work nine to five. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to see how I'm comparing to a $44 billion year old man, you know, who owns that. That's, that's the whole point. We right. still, we both live on the same planet. You get what I same mean? Same 24 hours. I know. Yeah. So, how we live is going to always be different from how somebody else lives. Mm. So, like, when you apply that to movies, <clears throat> uh, I like to, um, like, let's say Batman. Mm. The um, Matt Reeves Batman. Okay. That world can still exist. Not saying this is what I want. That world can still exist, and you can still have a Superman. Correct. Because Batman is a grounded hero. And he, you know, you don't need to make Batman fantastical because of fantastical things are happening in in his world. Mm -hmm. You know? I get it, which is why I I love the film Donna Justice. It had those two parallels, a rich man and an alien. And I like how they showed the differences, but they coexisted within the same universe. And then Diana showed up and she's a god. So you got human, god, and alien. Of course, it's in the same universe, and it didn't seem like a conflict at all. Yeah, Marvel with I love them, but they make it a conflict with Thor and his other people. They bring down these gods to the level of humans. First of all, how is Natasha a human and Hawkman a human? Hawkeye, Hawkeye, fighting with all these gods, Black Adam, Black Adam. <laughs> but then, how are y'all going to toe to these aliens and can face off and cause damage? The same as well, it just God. depends on how strong the aliens are. They because fought. Natasha can hit an alien, and then Thor or Hulk can hit an alien. That's a whole different impact, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, we're still human, and those things from the first Avengers movies that came down from the sky, those aliens, mm-hmm. they had armor on, 
that when Hulk punched him, it still didn't dent. But you got little bitty Natasha punching them, and they're going out like there's no. It didn't make sense there to me. Oh, oh, I, I look is we watch Power Rangers. I, okay, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. We watch Power Rangers. So but on the DC um, side, at least they made it more realistic. Like getting them power suits or something to go toe to toe. These yeah, I mean some some. Like Batman was useless at BVS. He yeah, was and they showed it. Exactly. He was running. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he was running. He was the guy making the plan. Like you guys. Yeah. You know. But in Marvel, you wouldn't have seen one. I almost say Wonder Woman. Yeah, you could replace Wonder Woman Natasha. That would have been Natasha fighting off against Doomsday in Marvel. Like what? She literally fought off against the Thanos kids, whatever they're called. Oh yeah, she did pretty exactly. She handled them and. They literally beat the ass out of Vision. Yeah, and it's Scarlet like the, Witch. the power discrepancy is just like, are they holding back? Exactly. Uh, how much are, are you know? Because if you're there to kill somebody, it's just like, like when a little kid trying to step up on you. It's just like, what are you doing? Exactly. And you grab the little kid, and then they're just like, oh. exactly. <laughs> you know? And that so, never happened with yeah, Natasha. Yeah, that part when um when they attack Vision, mm-hmm. and I think Natasha was holding up the bar, and and she was just like, you know, fighting putting, exactly. It's just like how weak. Is she, or how much is she holding back? And if you come to kill humans, you don't have no... Why would you downgrade your power level to go against this blonde girl, and then you go against this red girl who can literally uh, take out your uh, mask? Okay, you know but I mean? we're going on too much about <laughs> what doesn't matter. <laughs> um, uh, the, point, the point I was trying to make is that you can have movies of different tones uh-huh. exist in the same universe. That that's that's the point I was trying to make. Sorry, I know I'm going deep, <laughs> deep into it. But um, but we spoke about um, apparently Mbaku is running um Wakanda, which is why they never caught Shuri Queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's staying Princess Shuri. She wants to stay the Black Panther. Um, but eventually she's going to pass the mental off because I think she's just tired. Shuri, she lost too much. She just over. Yeah, she done. And um, before we get into that ending. I always wonder what Africans think about African Americans portraying Africans. Africans, just not Africans in general, because isn't some of them um, from Europe, right? Yeah. I mean, they're they're British. Yeah. So, so I always wonder what they think about us portraying them, because you know, there's an uproar in American when non-gays play gay gay characters. Right. You know, I get that, but I mean, in Africa. I'm pretty sure they're playing American, so it's really. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it, right. but <laughs> I never seen an African film, but yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, I that was that was just something I wanted to bring up. I'm like, are they offended? Do they laugh at <laughs> how we portray them? Amer- yeah, it's just accent. like when the British people is like, oh, when Americans do British accents, or when British do American accents, you know, people have things to say. Yeah. You know? I can say some of these British people got some great American accents, like Tom Holland. Yeah. He sounds American. (laughs) I was just, I forget. Idris Alba sounds American all the time. Yeah. I'm just like, um, every time I see him on on Instagram, uh, Tom Holland, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forget. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot he's not American. (laughs) But um, let's talk about that ending. Um, uh, Jeez, what's the kid's name? T'Challa Jr.? No. His, his, oh, his, his Haitian name. name. His Haitian name is, Lord, I just seen the two. Let me go back. 
Toussaint is his. Yeah, um, Toussaint. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so little Toussaint. Um, which is um, Prince T'Challa, son of King T'Challa. Yep. And do you think he's going to be force grown? He's going to. They have to. <laughs> they're going to rush him into adult age. Especially with this Young Avengers thing, because now they got to upgrade um, the kids of um, Wanda. I kind of don't want to see Young Avengers. I really don't. I mean, they need Avengers. We need Avengers. All Avengers is dead or old. But we don't. I mean, we could just make a new Avengers team. I don't feel. I don't want to see a bunch of kids fighting. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do. I stressed enough about how I feel <laughs> about children <laughs> being superheroes. Oh, from Thor, Love, and Thunder? I thought that was funny, but I'm just me. I got you. Look, look. I know I watch Power Rangers, but the thing about teenagers being superheroes just bothers me because teenagers are just like they're not ready for anything yet. <laughs> I think that'd be. I think that'd be cool to see them thrust into the world of. You got to be a hero. I mean, you got Kate, who's Hawk Girl. I mean, she a grown woman now. Hawk Guy. Yeah, my bad. I said. Yeah. Then you got Lady. I mean, um, the little kid Thor. Whatever her name is now, love. love. We yeah. got love. And then you got Patriot. Then we have now um, Toussaint. We have it's some more kids. Oh, Black Widow. We'll see. Now she's old too. The new Black Widow. You She's just the replacement Black Widow. Yeah, but who's going to be the Black Widow? You know, of the I, don't, group? I don't think there is one. One of them people got some kids running around. <laughs> Who didn't go through with the railroad oh, policy? Oh, we got we got uh uh uh. What's Hulk's son's name? Scar? Yeah. Yeah. So, we had to pause on that nigga ugly. <laughs> I don't know what was up with that haircut. I wasn't like, Why yo. everybody talking about his hair? Yo. It's Scar. like, you know, you ever watched one of those old kung fu movies and they got the, their uh-huh. hairline start back here at the ponytail? Like, what's that movie? Uh, yeah, that's what he was doing. That's, Crouch Tiger, Hidden Dragon with yeah. the little sword. I watched a lot of Jet Me- Lee movies growing up. Uh-huh. He, that was that was the style they all rocked in those movies. But that I I didn't think twice about. It. I'm like, oh, he's doing that. But I guess because he wasn't bald, because he kind of was edged up. Mm-hmm. He just came <laughs> out looking like that. I was like, come on, Scar. Um. But yeah, I feel like um, Tassant is gonna be uh, we're gonna have a new T'Challa come Secret Wars, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be the son, and we're gonna see T'Challa and Storm. Hopefully we see Aurora be introduced. First of all, they kind of set it up. I thought we would have seen those people come in during the first Black Panther because her mom is part of the tribe that um, Aurora's you were originally from. You know, her parents with the white hair, the blue eyes, and stuff like that. Even oh, though her queen, I she didn't has even brown think about eyes. That. Yeah, but when Storm parents died when she was young, she became an orphan, so we don't know her people. But she's part of Wamanda's tribe. I just people. thought her hair was white because she was. An older lady. No, that's Storm's uh, tribe people, where oh, she's from. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. Uh, but the thing is, though, why didn't Shuri or either T'Challa have some resemblance of white hair? Or maybe they could have had the well, blue eyes. That's just how, how um, black people are. Because you know how some, a black woman can give birth to like a... a a light-skinned kid and a dark-skinned oh, yeah. kid. My mama is as chocolate <laughs> as they come, and my brother and sister is as light as they come. And I'm in between. So, yeah, I get it. So, it's just like, you, it's 50-50. You get what you get. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like when um, one parent has green eyes and the other one has brown. Right. Good luck. I wish uh, both my parents have brown eyes, but I wish I had colored eyes, you know? I like my brown eyes. Yeah. Um, brown is... But back to Storm. <laughs> <laughs> As you my can tell, is... I wish I had green eyes. <laughs> Color but, um... correct today. Green eyes. But I want to know, is Storm blue eyes? Is that part of the tribe? Is that her mut- part of her mutation? The I would say that's just... Her, her eyes. I right. want. I want to equate that to her, a mutation at all. Oh, okay. Because I know the the white hair has nothing to do with the mutation, even though stupid ass X Men Apocalypse made her white hair part of a mutation from Mister. What was that robot looking man? Sinister. No, the main villain from Apocalypse. Duh. Oh, Apocalypse himself. He gave her an upgrade, made her her hair turn white. Like that was not. Um, her hair was I, I didn't like, I didn't watch too yeah. much into into X-Men. But um any any final thoughts on uh Black Panther Wakanda Forever? None. I I enjoyed the movie for what it was. It's entertaining. It has some sad moments, but it doesn't linger on the sad moments, which I really respect. They give him his respect and they move on with the um, story that they need to tell. The fight scenes some of them suck. Like the fight scene with Shuri and um, Namor at the end was trash. But Okoye. But in the desert? Yes, I didn't like that fight. Oh, man, get out of here. That shit was trash. <laughs> get out of here. What are you talking I about? I was sitting there, I was like, what kind of flavor? Boom. And I was just sitting there like, okay. Oh, man. But the bridge <laughs> scene with Okoye versus the Telecon Knights, Atuma and Namora and her crew, mm. she held her own. That bitch is tough. Oh yeah, and they and they they have a power advantage too, and, and she, she held she, her and own. She was still holding it. I just need a Koye movie, the Dora Milaje the, Disney Plus the, show, uh, Midnight Angels. Oh no, ew, no, <laughs> no, ew, I hate that. I feel like a Koye. This is ugly. This is ugly. Why do this I must wear that? And like that shit is ugly. I mean, that's how they look in the books, just like that. I do not like it. Give us the plain Dora Milaje with the red and the gold. That's it. And the daggers. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and oh, the, daggers. the daggers. I did with the daggers too. <laughs> but like she said, our mother gave us the uh, spirit. It's graceful. <laughs> like, I need that spirit back. But yeah, Okoye, my favorite character. Then it's Shuri. Namor is definitely up there. I like M'Baku, his growth. And I also like the setup for the Thunderbolts in this movie. It was mm. really good. So, yeah, um, I pretty much vocalized my opinion. Like I said, I'm not like one of those film critics. I can't get deep and insightful. I just like, hey, I liked it. And these are the things I liked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's keeping it sweet and to the point. Um, Again, you can't go deep if you want to like some of these reviews. Yeah, I need to watch but it, it like four justified. or five times. Yeah. It needs to be justified, not just your wokeness or your weakness because you don't like to see a yeah. strong black woman. That's ignorant. Yeah, and then and then I don't I don't me taking notes while watching a movie. I was like, oh, I took notes. I had seen the movie three times: one for enjoyment, one to see what everybody was complaining about, and three to put my own opinion. Some of the white folks out there, I'm sorry, my white brothers and sisters out there. Oh, y'all just made all white people bad people. I'm sorry. I mean, history is history. I was just about to say that history do is better history. than I'm sorry. We we're we're progressing. I mean, and then when people say that, it's just like. Well, you feel guilty, so what? why do you feel guilty about something that has nothing to do with you? That part. You know? I mean, there's black people out there committing crimes all the time. I'm not I ain't guilty, guilty for the shit they do. Uh, let that black ass stay over there. <laughs> let them I'm niggas good. be niggas. That part. 
<laughs> Y'all understand? We black people, then we got niggas. Okay? You got white folk, you got white trash. It's different levels to people, all right? I ain't a nigga. I'm a nigga. Let <laughs> them niggas be niggas. <laughs> and that's how Wakanda was looking at all of us. Let them niggas stay over there. They had anything to do with us. I'm like, Wakanda, help. Wakanda, help you need, like, everything. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these chairs lean back too much. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> All right. But on, on that part, we're going to... um. Damn, I'm trying to pay some respects to a man. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to take a cut so I can take a breather. Now that we're done laughing, I wanted to uh, pay respects to another legend, uh, Jason David Frank also known as Tommy Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, the White Ranger, Zero Ranger 5, Red Turbo Ranger, Black Dino Thunder Ranger, and Evil Tommy, uh, Lord Draken. Mm-hmm. Um, is that all of them, right? No. <laughs> if you want to get down to deep dive, we got to go to Tommy as the Dragon Zord, Tommy as the White Tiger, Tommy as the White Valken, the Jetty. Then he went Look, to the Look, we don't zeal. use the word then ninjetti he in the here, all right? <laughs> <laughs> then he went to Turbo. Then he went to, um, we I said, guess, Dragon. Yeah, because the Black Dragon is just the Dragon Zord. Right. Just upgraded. Okay, then he became the Black... Um, Dino Black Thunder Ranger. Whatever it's called. Yeah, Black yeah. Brachial Power. And now he's... Uh, Legend of the White Dragon, which is his thing, which is Eric Reed character. Yeah. And we uh, can't forget the best Tommy. He was the white silver bear from We Bear Bears. What? Yes, you didn't know he was in We Bear Bears. What he, is that? They had his whole team. This is show that was on Cartoon Network called We Bear Bears. And they had an episode with Jason. I knew Stanford. he played a Transformer. Oh, yeah, he played Transformer too, but he was in We Bear Bears. And he was the silver bear ranger. And the other three became the yellow, the red, and I think I don't remember that. The green bears? They were superheroes. Google it. We bear bear power uh, rangers. It was I, great. I'll, I'll put a clip in when I find it. But um uh he was also uh Family Matters. He was a bully. Uh-huh. Yeah. JDF, he he did a lot. He he was around. Homie was around. Now he's with his brother, um, living it up in the afterlife. I'm trying not to be so uh such a downer about it. Well, we know? can't be because Jason, his life, he was never a downer person. Like some interviews came out that just really put context to who he who he was as a human, yeah, as an actor, as a person. He, I didn't even know some of the stuff. I was yeah. like, he was just like a stuck up asshole, just based on some interviews, and just to see him, it was like, no, he was the complete opposite. He loved what he did. He loved the fandom where he wouldn't even take money for some of the stuff he did. He was just a great person. He enjoyed life. Like he was really dope. Yeah, he was. He was Tommy <laughs> to right. an extent, you know. Right. That was his pride. Out of, out of all the the actors, he was the one who was just like, I'm the fucking Green Ranger. Right. You know? And I mean, to me, he was he's just always Tommy the Green Ranger. Yeah. I realized he was like five different colors after that. But yeah. to me, he's he was better in green. Yeah, he was he, he believes he was better in green. <laughs> Question though, was he yeah. your favorite ranger? Jason was my favorite. Mine too. Jason, Austin the Red Saint Ranger. John, Austin St. John was my favorite yeah. ranger. Still is. Despite you know the person Austin St. John is. Again, days. we gotta separate character from yes, actor. Yes, yes. We the had that conversation. But the character is dope. Yes. 
But like also um JDF, you know, despite you know, his character, you know, outside of the TV show, mm. you know, you got to put that aside when, you know, everyone is struggling. Everyone is just faking it until they make it mm-hmm. in reality. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's just, you never know what people are going through. Right. Like I read that TMZ article and I'm a very visual person. Yeah. And I seen it happen. In my mind's eye. And that's some shit. It's just like, fuck. Well, I wish I didn't read that. Yeah, I didn't even reshare that on any of my pages. Mm. Well, I shared the initial that he passed, but I didn't share the article that they came up and followed with the details on how he passed. Mm. That's pretty much irrelevant to me. Um, But just everyone struggles with depression. And if you ever feel so alone where you can't speak to anyone in your circle, reach out to a stranger if you have to. Just be like, look. I don't know you. This may seem weird. You could block me after this, but I need to get some off my chest. And if you don't want to go that route, text or call 988. That is the hotline that you can reach to and speak to some professional help. Or people just like us out there who this is a job to, to listen to you. You can text call 988, which is the hotline, if you ever feel so alone to where you see your only outcome is taking your own life. Yeah, I mean, there's... Everyone's going through it, trust me. And there were times where I was just like, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. But then it's just the thought of, the actual thought of the action. I'm just like, it's going to hurt. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you real. Know? You know, and I was like, I don't want that. You know, I'm not a fan of pain. So it's just, you have to, um, it's always good to have real friends around you. Because, you know, mm. some people get caught up in their egos and they just mm. can't be wrong. And there's nothing. I'm wrong all the time, every day of the week. And guess what? You you learn from being wrong. You learn to correct yourself and you learn a lesson. And then now, you know, you learned the thing. True. And, there's, and it seems like people have a problem with learning. Mm-hmm. So it's humble yourself and and it makes life easier. Right. And in that sense, you you realize that you're not alone in your struggles. There are people, we're all going through the same thing, just in different points of our lives, you know? Right. And you money know, so- don't change anything. You can have the fame and all this type of stuff that literally doesn't take away what you're feeling eternally because this man had everything. We hear about celebrities taking their lives a lot. And you're like, ooh, they, they're on top of the world. They have fortune. They could do whatever they want. How are they so sad? That doesn't equate to happiness. You yeah, it's just like you can be, be surrounded so by people and still be alone, you know? Exactly. Like, I mean, despite, you know, you know, reading the article, you know, despite what he did, he obviously still gave it down, you know? Oh, he did because he fought to the end. Um, he just lost the battle with depression. Yeah. Um, but the article basically states he got into an argument with his wife as they were going through you know, the divorce or trying to even work through it. And even though while you're trying to work through it with the person that you love, just one fight can really. Yeah, the thing is, is everything takes time. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to, no problem can be solved overnight. Correct. Not unless you're Thanos. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, everything takes time and mm-hmm. you need to give yourself time to heal, time to think and time to process what it is that you're going through and what you're feeling reflect on your actions every every with every action there's a reaction and 
um, and there's uh, consequences for your actions. So just really go like everything you do. It's <clears throat> um, like the the little ping pongs, the little silver balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's those cause are your actions. Yes, there's there's a cause and effect, and and the only way you learn is in life is if you look back at the things you did and. And you think about why did that happen, you know, and, and kind of add context to it. It's a learning moment. And, and, you, and, and learn from the things that happen from your actions. Yeah. For anybody out there that's feeling like, yo, this is it. I can't live anymore. Your life has value. Even though you don't see it, your life legit has value. Um, when you take your own life, it doesn't just affect you. So don't think, oh, I'm doing this because it makes it easier on somebody else. No, it's going to affect them a lot more than it would affect you. Yeah, it affects the people around you because there there are people out there that care about you. So if you commit a selfish act, then you're only putting the people around you. You're hurting the people around you when mm-hmm. you're... That's with any selfish act. You're always hurting the people around you when you are doing something selfish. So yeah. not to... Uh, uh, degrade what what happened what happened you know but is is that's just the reality of right what happens when when those things so we got four minutes um your favorite Tommy moment uh I think him going skydiving in the movie <laughs> with the surfboard that was freaking dope <laughs> like I don't know how those little things and it just snap and slap him in the face or sort of thing like I just like that whole scene there. My favorite Tommy moment was uh, it was during Greenwood Evil when he was uh, when he came in as a giant. Oh, okay. I was like, oh shit, they fucked. <laughs> <laughs> or when he came in and beat their ass in their own Megazord. <laughs> Trinity got the way, he got socked in the head. Right. Oh. He beat their ass, man. But what yeah, else? oh, in the in Turbo, um, I always like the the only reason I really watch the Turbo more the tur- Turbo movie is to watch the morph scene. Oh, okay. Because the way JDF does it is just freaking intense. <laughs> oh, he is intense. <laughs> it's like there's there's no ranger that harnesses the spirit of Super Sentai like JDF. Like everyone else, always there are I would say maybe like three or four that do it, but mm-hmm. JDF is like number one that. Like if you put what's to put him in Super Sentai, he'll fit right in. He has that that girth and that umph. You know what I mean? I can't even judge it. I don't watch Super Sentai. It's too much oh. reading. <laughs> too much subtitles. Uh yeah. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> but other you get what I mean, that, that Super Sentai spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Even his Master Morpher. I want a Master Morpher. Uh, apparently we get one, right? Right. Yeah. Supposedly, but I want Supposedly. That was a cool moment with him using his Master Morpher to change to every other ranger. What's another cool Tommy moment? Mm, I don't have any more. Again, my favorite Ranger was Jason, so. <laughs> no shade. I love your time, but Don, you, Tommy, you like fourth on the line. It's Jason, then it's Walter, then it's Billy, then it's Kimberly, then it's Trini, then it's Tommy. It's Jason, Tommy, Leo, uh, Scott. Oh, so we going old generations. Of oh, Rangers. you mean you I mean just, just the, the five team. original five? Yeah, he, he's bottom. Oh, of the then line. Jason, Tommy, Zach, and Trini. Well, Trini, okay, because Trini's cute. Then Zach, oh, <laughs> then Zach, Billy, then Kimberly. Anyway, this um, we run out of time here on the Donnycast. 
the last episode for 2022. We'll see you in 2023, maybe February. Oh, February for sure. Uh, I'm going to spend the uh, first month of January planning shit out. Okay. You seen my kaiju, right? That? No. Um, Your Tesla? <sighs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, uh, this has been Corey and uh, Darrell, Donnycast episode nine, and we'll see you in the new year. Peace.